Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the Taking Care of Us podcast. This is Thanksgiving week, so happy Thanksgiving to you all. Um, And while I have a few ethical issues with the story behind Thanksgiving and what it meant for Indigenous people, I do love the fact that Thanksgiving has a theme of gratitude, of focusing on the things that we have to be thankful for. I don't plan to talk about gratitude in today's episode because you've all heard me talk about it plenty before. And instead, I decided to use this week's episode to talk about another of the stoic concepts I like, another one that I've been mentally playing around with recently. So this one's called Amor Fati, which can be translated to mean a love of fate or to love one's fate. So I debated about whether to talk to you about this because Amor Fati is a tough one. And I personally still have a lot of work to do with this concept. But I decided to go ahead and just take you along with me as I play around with the concept and play around with how it might fit into my life. So Amor Fati is used by Stoics to describe, it's basically an attitude where you're able to see things that happen in life as good, as worthwhile, or at least as necessary. So that doesn't mean just the good things that happen in life, that means even the difficult things, that you're able to see those as good or as worthwhile. The Stoics believe that when we face things that are outside of our control, the best response we can have is to embrace them and make the most of them. So as you might have guessed from the fact that I talk about it frequently, Stoicism has been really helpful to me, um, especially during 2020. It's centered me, it's provided me with a way to rationally look at what is going on. It also gives me a grounding framework through which I can view my life. However, this particular part of Stoic philosophy, that I'm supposed to love what is happening, this one's been really tough for me to grasp through all of this. How am I supposed to love and accept that people are sick or dying? How am I supposed to love and accept that people are really suffering? And I honestly can't answer that yet because I, I can't. But because I do really appreciate so many other aspects of Stoicism, I want to give it a chance. So I've been playing around with the idea of Amor Fati. I've been trying to give it a chance in the smaller areas of life that are a little bit more straightforward, a little easier to wrap my head around. I have a really tough time trying to say that people who are really struggling should be able to love and embrace all that is happening to them. That feels awful. However, I can accept or at least practice the idea within my own life, within my personal experience of the pandemic. So I want to start off by saying that Amor Fati, loving fate, it doesn't have to mean that you put on those rose-tinted glasses and just look on the bright side. Sure, that might be part of it. But I think it goes much deeper than that. It doesn't have to mean you enjoy each moment. It doesn't have to mean that what you're going through is pleasant or easy or fun. 
it can still hurt and not feel good. But I think Amor Fati is about accepting and embracing those parts of life that are difficult, that are sad, frustrating. Because it's easy to love our fate when it feels good, right? When it feels like things are going to going according to whatever we have planned. But can we embrace the struggle as well? One of the podcasters I like to listen to talks about life in terms of being 50-50. She says life is 50% good and 50% just not so good. No, I don't think she has any scientific data to back up the numbers, but her point is that life is not just the good stuff. Life is all of it, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And when you accept that life is full of 50% good and 50% bad, approximately, then experiencing the bad stuff doesn't have to mean that something has gone wrong. It just means you're experiencing that part of life at that moment. So instead of struggling against those moments and allowing your thoughts to focus on the fact that things should be different, what if you just accept the moment as reality and just live it? I think it's interesting to think back on some of the hardest moments of our lives because often these are some of the moments that really have shaped us, right? That really have molded us into who we are. We emerge stronger from struggle. We learn and we grow and we become more flexible through experiencing difficult things. So as I'm processing through this, my brain has broken this amorphati concept, this learning to love my fate. It's broken it into three categories. I'll warn you, it's a really raw assessment. So I reserve the right to change my mind about any of it as I learn and I grow. But I want to share them with you today. I also don't think my three categories are perfectly aligned with stoicism. So if you're a stoic purist, um, please don't take offense. This is just my brain trying to make sense of it all. So my three categories are number one, perspective, number two, acceptance, and the third is growing from struggle. So let's talk through those. The first category, perspective. So this is really just that whole glass half full or glass half empty idea, the rose tinted glasses. You can choose to look on the bright side of things, or you can choose to look at the negative side of things. Or you can choose to see both and then land somewhere in the middle. The point is that it, you do have a choice and it's really important to remember that. My brain's second category is acceptance. So when we're in a moment of struggle, it can sometimes be helpful to just accept and be okay with the fact that some moments are kind of crummy except that these moments are a totally normal part of life. Of course, we are not seeking out these crummy moments in life, but we're just accepting them. Instead of looking at them as proof um, that something in our life has gone wrong or that things are not as they should be. And my third category, my brain's third category is growing from the struggle or finding opportunity within the struggle to take these difficult moments and learn from them and begin to become better and stronger because of them. 
I think giving examples can really help when we're talking about tough concepts like this. So I'm gonna talk through some of my experiences with the pandemic. Let's start with the first category, perspective. Let's take being home all of the time with my family as an example. So I can allow that to drive me crazy and I could feel frustrated about trying to do my job and parent my kids at the same time, which honestly is totally valid. It's really hard some days. My kids fight and they need things from me. Um, I could totally go there with that perspective. But I could also choose to look at the opportunity it has brought to my life. I could choose to appreciate that I get to see my kids in these little bits throughout each day. That I get to witness them interacting with their teachers and their classmates online, which is something I would have never had the chance to do. I could choose to focus on the fact that my husband and I have more time together now. I could appreciate and embrace the fact that I'm able to make myself as many cups of coffee as I want and that I can wear yoga pants every single day, that it has forced us to, I don't know, slow down and take the pace of our lives a little bit more calmly. To be honest, guys, I waffle between the two perspectives, but I'll tell you that for me, the positive perspective feels so much better. I'm happier when I'm choosing those positive thoughts. But I'll also tell you, it took practice. Like I really had to be intentional about thinking the positive thoughts sometimes. And often it didn't work and my brain just really wanted to wallow in the negative. But with practice, I've gotten better at focusing on the more positive perspective, even through all this craziness that we're going through. So let's move to acceptance, the second category. So my best example I can think of in dealing in this is dealing with my kids when they get into fights or they throw tantrums or they're just acting rude. So a year ago, if I was confronted with one of my kids saying something mean to me, for example, I would really struggle inside. Um, I might react to her by being calm on the outside when I was managing the situation, but on the inside, I would struggle. I would think thoughts like, oh, will she grow up to be mean? Or have I done something wrong with parenting her? Does she treat her friends like this, her teachers? But now, instead of viewing her mean voice and words as proof that something has gone horribly wrong with her or with my parenting, I just accept that sometimes kids say rude things when they're mad. Hearing them is just a part of parenting, but it doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. It doesn't mean she's going to grow up to be awful. It's just one of the tough moments of parenting. It's normal and it's natural. So now I might say, oh, here's the time of day that Isabel is showing me her feelings by saying something mean. That's what I say to myself. I don't like the moment. And of course I want to teach her to be a decent human being. But at the same time, I'm learning to accept the moment as a normal and okay part of life. So in relation to the pandemic, an example of acceptance might be the fact that we can't go to restaurants or movies or to people's houses to socialize. I miss being able to do those things. 
but I can practice acceptance with this one because the reality is that we are not able to do those things right now. And that's okay. I could choose to fight with reality and focus on the loss, or I can practice acceptance. It doesn't mean that I don't feel disappointed by it from time to time, and that's okay. But can I accept the loss of those things is just as part of what we're going through right now. So my third category, growing from the struggle or finding opportunity from all that's happening. This one's a little more difficult and right now, especially, and maybe that's because we're still in the middle of the pandemic. And so it's harder to see out, right? But I'm going to try anyway. If you had said to me a year ago that I would be creating a podcast about all of the personal growth concepts that I'd been learning, I would have laughed out loud in your face and I would have said, no way. I hate my voice. I wouldn't be interesting to listen to. I don't have time. That's not something I would be good at. And on and on and on. But here I am recording a podcast for you guys. This wouldn't be happening if it weren't for the pandemic. I don't imagine this being something that hundreds of people are going to listen to. But here's the thing. I am learning so much from the process. And when we take in new knowledge or if we adopt new skills, the amount of possibility in our world starts to expand and our self-limiting beliefs start to shrink. So I'm growing right now and I am so grateful for that opportunity. Can you come up with examples of a more fati in your life? Of some ways that changing your perspective maybe has allowed you to love what is? Or ways that you've been able to accept tough times rather than fight against them? Or can you think of ways that you've grown or found opportunity through the struggle? When I think of it that way, I am able to see that the pandemic, while awful in so many ways for so many people, it has also provided possibility and opportunity. And I am practicing learning <laughs> to embrace, accept, and even love the effect that it's having in my life. However, I still find that I feel guilty saying that the pandemic has brought me opportunity. Especially knowing that people are suffering, knowing that there is so much hardship out there and that this pandemic has been harder on other people because I know that it's due to my privilege that I am able to feel and say all of that. So it feels really tricky for me to have those thoughts and emotions at the same time that others are struggling just to get by. And I'm guessing that many of you might struggle with a similar internal tug of war because we all know that this pandemic in general has affected wealthier people in a very different way than less wealthy people. And for us as people who care deeply for those in marginalized communities, I think we sometimes struggle with allowing ourselves to feel grateful about what we have. And we struggle to embrace the opportunities and possibilities presented because we know that others are out there suffering, that others are out there not being given the opportunities that we are. 
And that feels really awful and unfair. So as I play around with all of these thoughts, I am wondering if it might be possible for us to quote unquote, love our fate at the same time that we feel great concern for those who are struggling. Is it possible for us to hold both truths inside us at the same time? To feel great pain for people who are suffering and at the same time allow ourselves to celebrate the good in our lives. So I've been thinking recently about Amor Fati in terms of the Thanksgiving celebration. That's a simple and straightforward example for us to play around with. Um, so in my family, in non-pandemic non years, Dave and the girls and I would go to Dave's brother's house along with several other of his family members. We'd have a lovely dinner, um, some drinks. The cousins would all play together throughout the day and the evening. Um, Grandma always organizes this wonderful gratitude activity for everyone. Um, the kids would draw their gratitude. And then at dinner, we would all go around and say what we're thankful for, the adults and the kids as well. The kids would also show their beautiful pictures. It's become a tradition for all of us. It's what the kids have known these past five or six Thanksgivings. And of course, it is canceled this year. And each of you listening probably have a similar story, your family's version of the Thanksgiving celebration. Some parts of it you probably love and some parts probably irritate or annoy you, but it's what you know, right? It's what you do, it's your tradition. And this year has to be different. Big family gatherings are not recommended. They're really not even allowed due to the virus. And so we have to do things a little bit differently. And this is where I am practicing Amor Fati. And this is where I encourage you to try it out as well. So I could choose to be really sad about the loss of our traditional family Thanksgiving. I could focus on what I'm missing and what I wish it could be. I could focus on what I think it should be. I could focus on what the kids are missing out on. But would that type of mindset be helpful to me at all in this situation? I don't think so. So Amor Fati can also be translated to mean to love what is. Can I love what is this Thanksgiving? Can you? Can you find the opportunity and the possibility brought by the change of this year? And then can you embrace it? And I want to stress something again here. To love what is does not mean it has to be pleasurable. It might not be the very best Thanksgiving ever. You might prefer a large family gathering to this small one. You might miss your family and it's completely fair and reasonable to feel those feelings. You don't need to avoid those feelings in order to love what is. But can you have those feelings and practice loving what is? So Dave and the girls and I are going to do Thanksgiving this year with just the four of us. The kids are a little bit sad that they don't get to be with their cousins, but we've been talking about how we can make it really special. Um, and they've been really getting excited about the planning and about thinking through the possibilities for us. Um, 
they're excited about what they get to cook and helping us with all of the pieces. They're excited to make decorations and come up with games to play. Um, Dave and I have decided to do our own little fun run and we're excited about that. Um, and grandma has set up a Zoom call so that we can keep the tradition of like sharing our gratitude um, this year as well. So I do see so much opportunity that is coming out of what was initially a bummer of a circumstance. In this instance, I can love what is. How about you? How have you been thinking about the issues COVID has brought to your Thanksgiving plans? Are you finding yourself stuck and being disappointed about it? Or maybe focusing on what you think it should have been? Or could you pivot your mindset just a little bit and see if you can embrace something that this change in plans has brought to you? I'll admit, Amor Fati is a pretty difficult Stoic concept. I am still working on it, and I probably will be for a long time. But I am definitely beginning to see a benefit in looking at life that way. So this episode wasn't centered around gratitude, but I want to close by saying that I am grateful for you. I am thankful for what you've brought into my life, and I want to say thank you for listening to me as I stumble forward with creating these episodes. I really hope that each of you is able to connect with true feelings of gratitude during this week of Thanksgiving. All right, that's all for this week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.